right, welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Maxi, and the trade deadline has come and gone, and wow, was it a action-packed um, trade deadline, uh, to say the least. So, let's get started. So, obviously, I broke down the Kyrie Irving trade. Uh, the Lakers actually started off the trade season with Rui Hachimura heading there. I already talked about that, and then uh, the actual trade week started Sunday with... Um, Kyrie Irving heading to Dallas and the Spencer Dinwiddie deal. Um, so um, I've already broke those down. So we're going to start with Monday. There was a couple deals that happened. Basically started off uh, trade season. And Dwayne Dedman in the second round pick went to Miami or went to San Antonio from Miami for cash. Where Dwayne Dedman was uh, released by San Antonio. Um, basically it was a salary dump for Miami. Um freed up a couple um, roster spots where they're going to probably be in the market for a buyout. Um, then also on Monday, uh, Sacramento acquired Kessler Edwards from Brooklyn, and Brooklyn obviously was uh, making uh, room as uh, they, we found out, were going to be um, uh, looking to uh, upgrade their roster, as we'll find out in a minute. But... Wednesday, we got word of a blockbuster deal. I guess it's a mini blockbuster deal. And this is how it shaped out. The Lakers acquired D'Angelo Russell from Minnesota. Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt from Utah. Minnesota acquired uh, two second-round picks and point guard Mike Conley. Utah would get Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and a 2027 protected 1-4 through First round draft pick, and um, that starts the Lakers off on basically a whole reshaping of their roster. Um, Russell's going to come in; he's going to be their starting point guard. Which, if you've heard me in the past, I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of of labeling him a point guard. Um, yeah, he's a good passer and stuff. I think he plays just as well off the ball as he does on the ball. Um, but the, here's where the Lakers got better: is outside shooting. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, is a, is a good outside shooter. Uh, he's shooting, I, I believe it's almost 40% from three. Malik Beasley comes over, he's shooting from three. Jared Vanderbilt can shoot from three. Um, they, 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 uh, they've been playing this three small guard lineup with Russell Westbrook, then Schroeder and Patrick Beverly. Well, now with, with Westbrook leaving, and then you'll find out Patrick Beverly also left. This this is going to take this out of Darvin Ham's hands. So, <clears throat> Russell's going to come in and right away be the starting um, I'm assuming he's going to be starting point guard. Um, as for Malik Beasley, uh, he could start. He could start alongside the, uh, D'Angelo Russell, um, or they could bring him off the bench because of his shooting. Um, that way, you can kind of space out the minutes and and whatnot. Then, if that's the case, I, I think it's going to be either Lonnie Walker or Austin Reeves starting at the two for the Lakers. Um, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is a a wing who's got some outside shooting in his uh, repertoire, but he's mostly a defender. He's going to be a good wing defender. He's a guy who I, I think you're going to see in, in, in LA play uh, anywhere from the three to the five. Um, he, he, now the problem, now is he going to be a good match next to um, Anthony Davis? That seems to be the issue. Uh, but um, I mean, the Lakers have, have really improved. Um, so here's what they needed. They need to improve defense, Jared Vanderbilt. And then you'll find out they made a couple other moves. Um, they, they, they improved our outside shooting. 
D'Angelo Russell, Michael Beasley. They got rid of Russell Westbrook as well as Russell Westbrook's been playing. <clears throat> and he's been playing good. But the thing is, is, is he's so ball dominant when he's in the game. And, and, and he just makes really poor decisions. Really poor decisions with his, um, with his, uh, uh, you know, his decision making. Like, like he'll take out the ball at the court and, and, and he just goes rogue and, and does, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that are, you know, they're not very, you know, helpful, especially within a game of ball movement and three point shooting. Uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, I mean, yeah, he'll rack up some assists, but it's all because he drives and, and finds himself in trouble. So, um, that's how the Lakers look. Uh, that right there is the precursor of um, what the Lakers have done uh, on the draft day. But yeah, that was a good start to their draft. Started on Wednesday. The reason the deal got done on Wednesday, uh, if you ask me, is because <clears throat> I feel like Utah and Lakers and Minnesota were all trying to get this done so they could work on other things for um, for Thursday. So let's look at Minnesota's involvement. So Minnesota, uh, Angelo Russell's been really, really good for them. Um, but they they acquired Mike Conley, and, and he's a true point guard. And and him and Rudy Gobert seem to have a um, seem to have a connection, something that they can um, use as a um, you know, I mean they 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 they've played together before, so. Uh, Mike Conley uh, playing with Rudy Gobert. I think he's he, he's, a, he's a good penetration point guard. He knows how to run an offense much better than Angelo Russell. Uh, you know, I'm a little surprised that Lakers did not take Conley, but um, I think that the, the, the youth in D'Angelo Russell is why the Lakers wanted Russell instead, and Minnesota really wanted to get off of Russell. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. Um, there's a good chance they weren't going to. Um, sign him anyways so they got a veteran uh, point guard and Mike Conley if he works out uh, this could be a you know a guy who they can keep for a couple more years and and uh, go for an air plus they acquired two seconds uh, I believe they come from the Lakers so um, this is a good this is a good deal for Minnesota so let's look at Utah so they acquired Russell Westbrook um, Damian Jones and Juan Toscano Anderson all indications are as Russell Westbrook is going to be bought out. But the thing that Utah really got, which uh, they were coveting, is the 2027 first round pick from the Lakers, which we find out is one to four protected. So, uh, I mean, unless the Lakers just totally become a, a shit show and, and, and are really bad, uh, I think Utah's going to get that pick. That's very light protections um, uh, there. So, there's a great chance that, that that's going to be uh, conveyed to uh, Utah. Um, Russell Westbrook is going to be bought out. Um, he's going to be a hot commodity. He's going to have many places that are going to want him. Phoenix, um, the Clippers, Miami. <clears throat> so he's not going to stay there. Utah is going to absorb his salary. They are going to clear his $47 million off the books next year. Um, they're going to have a, a, a whole bunch of money. As far as Toscano Anderson and Damian Jones, these guys signed one-year deals. These guys are also going to be free agents. I think Utah's just going to get a good look at these guys. <laughs> if things don't work out, they'll 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 cut them, they'll buy them out, they'll they'll do whatever they got to do to get them guys. But uh, I don't expect any these three to be on their roster um, going forward after next year. Jones and Toscano Anderson may may last the rest of the season. 
but but that's that's probably about it. So that was a great trade to, to um, for Wednesday to to basically start off um, everything going. Uh, if you want grades, I'm going to give the Lakers an A plus on this one. I think this is a fantastic move by the Lakers. Um, getting uh, the defense is shooting. Uh, Mike Conley and two seconds for Minnesota. I'm going to give it a B. Uh, <clears throat> this is going to be a wait and see approach. Uh, you know, I mean, they lose Russell shooting, um, but they gain uh, Mike Conley's uh, ability to be a uh, true um, pass first point guard, which uh, I think will help Minnesota. Utah is going to get a, a, an A on this because they acquired a first round pick. They got so much money coming off the books. Um, ne- ne- neither one of these, none of these three guys are going to go uh, be moving forward. So I give Utah an A, but the Lakers really made out good. So then I go to sleep on Wednesday night. I wake up for two trades. First one being Toronto sending uh, Kem Burge and a protected 2024 first round pick. I believe it's lottery protected so there's a good chance that it's going to convey um and toronto uh acquires uh yaka Pertle. so yaka Pertle is going to i think he's going to come in and immediately be their starting center uh this is a great fit um i'm not sure what they're going to do with og Anunoba yet uh, but uh i would expect um pascal siakam yaka Pertle, and probably scotty barnes as the um, as the starting front court, and and, and go from there. Um, uh, Toronto, we've been listening to all week as they're going to just unload, unload, unload. But instead, they added. So I mean, now, I mean, they, this is they got some rebounding. They 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 got uh, a good uh, defensive center. So now this puts them in the mix as a playoff team. So. You know, everything we heard, what Toronto was going to do, obviously turned out to be false um, as, as they acquired Coital and uh, San Antonio gets Ken Birch, and, but they're most importantly wanted that first round pick. And uh, San Antonio is going to have a ton of money off the books. So um, this, is a, this is an A for both teams. I think they both did well. Um, I'm a little surprised Toronto went in because we've been hearing all week that they're going to be sellers, but instead... Uh, their buyers. But then the big trade, the big trade that happened was Kevin Durant heads to the Phoenix Suns with TJ Warren, uh, Miles Bridges, Cam Johnson, and four first rounders uh, and a pick swap head to Brooklyn. And then it turned into Jay Crowder heading to Milwaukee and Indiana getting Jordan Nawara, Serge Ibaka, Grant Hill, and, and and two second round picks. So basically Milwaukee and Indiana got into this deal after it was agreed upon with Phoenix and Brooklyn late, late Wednesday. So I woke up to this news, which was, this was just a great start to the trade deadline. So let's look at it for Phoenix. Phoenix acquires Kevin Durant. They have now propelled themselves into the talk of being a legitimate title contender. Chris Paul as a point guard, Devin Booker. I know he's got some nagging injuries. He's going to be back. Uh, you're going to look at uh, a big three of Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the backcourt. Kevin Durant is your small forward. Um, Torrey Craig, who is a defensive-minded, um, I guess if he playing a four. Um, and then you'll have uh, DeAndre Ayton in, 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 um, in the middle. This is just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal way for, for Phoenix to get themselves back into the, the mix of um, 
what is turning out to be a freaking loaded Western Conference. And um, Phoenix looks good. TJ Warren probably gives them some minutes off the bench. I mean, there's a slight chance he could be a starter. And Phoenix, if they don't, uh, if Torrey Craig struggles, um, TJ Warren can still put up some points. Uh, he can still do it. Uh, he wasn't getting a lot of run in Brooklyn. So, um, but let's look at the Brooklyn side of this. Brooklyn, and I watched their game against the Bulls last night with uh, Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, and they both were on top of it defensively. And now you're going to add Miguel Bridges, Cam Johnson, um, the four first-rounders and the pick swaps, man. Brooklyn did excellent. They did freaking phenomenal um, uh, acquiring um, uh, Bridges and Cam Johnson. So Bridges, so Cam Johnson is, is a good outside shooter. Bridges can shoot. He's a great 3D player. He can score. This is just this is just phenomenal that they were able to acquire. You know if they were going to try. You know they were going to get um, Bridges if, if Durant was going to Phoenix. So so Mikael Bridges is going to probably slate in at Last night, uh, Brooklyn brought Ben Simmons off the bench, and that's something I would think that they might want to do. And he played like <clears throat> the ball was in his hands, but he played more like like a center. He was guarding Vucevic. Um, I actually liked the way <laughs> they played him a little bit last night. It was it was much better than him bringing down the ball down the court and trying to be like a true traditional point guard, which he's not. So now you're going to slate now Bridges and Cam Johnson. Is that your new starting front court? I don't know. Does Cam Johnson come off the bench? Royce O'Neal. It's going to be interesting when these guys get um, when these guys get into their um, rotation on how they fit. Uh, Royce O'Neal has been a fixture. Um, you know, you're going to see Dinwiddie's probably going to. If Ben Simmons is coming off the bench, you're going to probably see Dinwiddie. Now, uh, Cam Thomas has been awesome, awesome lately. But uh, last night his shot selection was awful. He did score 20 points in the second half, um, but. Uh, so does he? So it's just going to be interesting to see how Brooklyn uses their their lineups. Um, they could have Bridges and Cam Johnson coming off uh, as your starting four uh, and three, or they could have uh, Bridges play the two, uh, Royce O'Neal play the two. It's just going to be interesting. I think Brooklyn did really well uh, with with how they they did this, and um, and uh, I actually feel like. They can still make a playoff run. I, I don't think they're... Um, I think they're better than Miami. I still think they're better than, With this roster, I still think they're better than Miami. Um, so, you know, I mean, are they better than Cleveland? Eh, probably not. Um, you know, Toronto's gotten better, so we'll have to see. But I, I still think Brooklyn's going to be a solid uh, playoff team. And um, after the way they played last night against uh, the Bulls, I, I really I really think adding Bridges uh, as defense and... Um, three-point shot and Cam Johnson's ability to shoot threes it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch Brooklyn is going to be a team to keep an eye on um the Milwaukee got into this to get Jay Crowder so Jay, Jay Crowder been rumored to be with Milwaukee uh Phoenix did not want the, the package of Jordan Noir, Serge Ibaka and uh, Grant uh George Hill so um so once 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 we found out Jay Crowder was going to Brooklyn um it was it was a, it was a, a no brainer for um, for Indiana and and Milwaukee to get involved. So Milwaukee is going to get Jay Crowder. Um, Indiana is going to get uh, Jordan Nawara, Grant, uh, George Hill. Um, 
Serge Ibaka, two second round picks. So, um, yes, this is this is uh, this is what um, this is what uh, you know the Bucks were the package the Bucks was offering Phoenix. So Indiana was to do it. Do it. Um, they're going to take a full, so here's the deal. George, uh, George Hill came from uh, Indiana. He was uh, acquired on draft night. Um, from uh, San Antonio, I believe. Yes, in the Kawhi Leonard deal, I believe. And then um, he's been—he was a Pacer for a while. Uh, Jordan Noir, they're going to take a flyer on. Uh, they've already told uh, Serge Ibaka he's already been cut. Indiana also cut a couple other players to make room. Apparently, they're going to bring James Johnson back, though not to cut Serge Ibaka, but they had to cut him to make room for the trade. Uh, so, so this is a trade that that, that really um, expanded. Uh, I'm going to give it an A for Phoenix. I'm going to give it a B plus for Brooklyn. I really like what they did. Obviously, losing Durant, not ideal, but uh, what they acquired for him, I'm going to give him a B plus. Milwaukee, I'm going to give them a B, a solid B, because you know we'll have to see how Crowder fits in. Does Crowder become a starter? Does Crowder come off the bench? Lots of things they can do with him. Indiana uh, got two seconds. Uh, Noara, Serge Ibaka, George Hill. Um, doesn't I mean they're gonna take a flyer on it's it's not it doesn't really it, their involvement doesn't really get uh get me excited so I'm just gonna give Indiana a C on that one. But um other than that, so that's how we started the trade deadline with two blockbusters, uh, a nice deal and a couple salary dumps, and um then the day then the day took off. So we'll be right back. We'll talk about the rest of the deals that happened um on the trade deadline. All right, welcome back. And that was just the beginning of the trade deadline. So that was just a great way to wake up. <clears throat> Kevin Durant had the Phoenix. Uh, Jakob Pertl heading to um, Toronto. That was just the start of what turned out to be a quite an entertaining um, uh, uh, NBA trade deadline. So uh, the next deal that came through right after that was an interesting one as uh, Boston acquired Mike Muscala, the uh, the shooting uh, big man um, and Oklahoma City got Justin Jackson and two second round picks I'm a little surprised by this move for a couple reasons for one Oklahoma City has really no legit centers and Muscala because of his size would fit in the bill as close to being a legitimate center um, and they're 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 kind of uh, I mean they're kind of uh, flirting with a, a playoff spot so <clears throat> Just, uh, just an interesting um, uh, a deal on why they would get rid of Escala. You know, I mean, they're not really at a spot where they can tank. Um, you know, I mean, they've played so good, and Mike Escala was uh, getting lots of minutes off the bench. But uh, for Boston, he adds to it. So he'll be in a rotation with Robert Williams and um, Al Horford and Grant Williams. Uh, so. It's um, you know, it's it's a good move for Boston. They're definitely uh, improved, especially on their bench. But man, I'm a little surprised Oklahoma City uh, uh, made this move. And, and to be honest with you, and um, I would love to see um, 
I, I would love to see Oklahoma City at least maybe try to make a, a move for the playoffs. But uh, anyways, Boston uh, lands Muscala. Great move for them. Oklahoma City, uh, I'm scratching my head. I'm not going to give them a really bad grade on it, but but I am scratching my head. So uh, the Lakers strike again. So this uh, uh, ended up turning into a, a four-way deal. So um, in this deal, so so it started out, we found out that uh, Devon Reed was was heading to the to the Lakers or Thomas Bryant, um, but it, it, it expanded. So here's how it broke down once it once it became a four team trade. The Lakers acquired Mo Bamba and, De, and Devon Reed. Uh, Denver acquired Thomas Bryant. The Lakers also got uh, three second round picks. Um, uh, Orlando acquired Patrick Beverly. And the Clippers acquired Bones Highland from Denver. So it's uh, it, it's a good deal for the Lakers. So they basically improved defensively um, by they basically replaced Thomas Bryant as a backup center with Mobamba. And there is even a chance you could see Mobamba and Anthony Davis in the starting lineup together. I think that's a good move for the Lakers. Um, the Lakers are definitely trying to make the playoffs now. This is this is obvious. This is their second. Uh, solid deal of the um, of the trade deadline. They um, Reed's just a uh, you know he's just another wing. Um, not sure he's going to get much playing time uh, for the Lakers, but Bryant, uh, but uh, Bamba is definitely going to to uh, be the the guy in this deal for the Lakers who's going to get playing time. Uh, Thomas Bryant is having a great year, great year um, offensively. He's not the greatest defensively, um, but let's be honest. None of Denver is. So he's going to fit up perfectly behind uh, Nikola Jokic. He's going to be a really good backup. He's going to be a, definitely a big improvement over DeAndre Jordan, who, 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 who's declined so rapidly. Um, so uh, this is a great a great move for them. Um, so also the Lakers got rid of Patrick Beverly. And I don't know what the deal is. with, with I loved when Patrick Beverly came over um, from Utah. Uh, however, I... I don't like the way that Darvin Ham played him and 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 playing him with Russ and Schroeder at the same time. I thought that was a disaster. So um, uh, Patrick Beverly, I, I do not think will stay with Orlando. Actually, I'm pretty sure, 100% sure he's not going to stay with Orlando. Uh, he's going to probably be bought out, cut, whatever it is. Uh, so you're going to see him. You're going to see him get lots of uh, uh, suitors. Uh, Minnesota's already said they're out. Um but there's going to be a team that's going to need him. Uh, you know, I would be surprised if Denver um, made a run at him. But he's definitely not staying in Orlando. Now, the Clippers acquired Bones Highland. So, he's not really a two-point guard. So, basically, they re-signed Reggie. The Clippers re-signed Reggie Jackson, point guard. They signed in the buyout market or Frazier market, however you want to look at it, John Wall. Um, to be their point guards. Well, then Reggie Jackson basically got bumped out of the rotation. John Wall stayed as a backup. They moved Terrence Mann into the starting point guard spot, which, I mean, not really his position. Um, and then they, um, and then they subsequently, you'll find out, traded both of them. So they don't have a legit point guard on their roster, which means that they're going to be in the market for one come buyout season. 
but uh, I mean, Bones Highland gives them um, he gives them a, 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 a youthful score. Um, not sure. Uh, you'll find out they acquired Eric Gordon also. I'll get with that in a minute. Um, you, I like the Clippers picking them up. I, are they going to try to make him into a point guard? You know, I, it's hard to tell because they play so big. They play Paul George as a two guard. Um, it just seems like they have a lot of guards now that I wouldn't be surprised. Or actually, I would try to maybe put Paul George and Kawhi Leonard uh, in the front court together and, and, and go with some shooters in the backcourt. Um, that, that also, I think, helped Bones Highland get some more minutes. But um, they, did, they did well. The Lakers did really well here. And this was a trade that, that kind of worked out for everyone. Orlando got rid of Bamba, cleared some money. They're going to cut Patrick Beverly. Um, this is kind of a, all four teams really benefited from um, from this trade. Uh, and once again, it's just the Lakers uh, getting better. So um, once again, Devon Reed, Obama to the Lakers, Thomas Bryant um, to Denver, Owens Highland to the Clippers, Patrick Beverly to Orlando. So um, that was that was a good deal. So then uh, Portland and New York got together. So Portland and New York got together to make an exchange. This turned into a four-team deal. So we'll give it to you as a four-team deal. New York, Portland, Philadelphia, and Charlotte all came together, put both of their trades into uh, what has now become a four-way deal. So uh, New York gets Josh Hart. Uh, Portland gets Matisse Thibel, Cam Reddish. Philadelphia gets uh, Jalen McDaniels. Charlotte gets V, Mikhail Luke, multiple twos. So um, Charlotte could absorb um, salary with, I mean, they gave up uh, McDaniels uh, to, to Philadelphia. So Josh Hart seems to be the big name in this in this trade. Um, he's um, he's going to he's going to come in. He's going to give them depth. Uh, New York with New York. I don't know what. I think New York was a little unfair with Cam Reddish, um, but regardless of that, uh, uh, Tom Thibodeau—he was not in Tom Thibodeau's plans. Uh, Josh Hart is. So does Josh Hart become a starting two? Um, I, I think they're going to probably keep the starting line the same up, and Josh Hart will probably back up uh, Quentin Grimes and R.J. Barrett. Um, now, does he? He might tap in Emmanuel Quickly's uh, minutes. Um, or, or, or Manuel quickly could move to the back of point guard spot. Uh, regardless, um, Josh Hart is is finding a new home. Um, I don't Portland. When Portland first made this trade, I was like, "What in the f are they doing?" But now, if you look at it as a four team deal, they're they're getting Matisse Thybul and Cam Reddish. So with Matisse Thybul and Cam Reddish, they've just um, they've just uh, gave themselves more depth at the wing spot. So. Matisse Dybul's got a good chance to come in and be their starting small forward, which is what Josh Hart was uh, was uh, before he was traded. Uh, Cam Reddish gives them some uh, offense off the bench because if you look at um, if you look at the box score uh, recently for Portland, they get no bench production at all, zero, zilch, none. So that is um, that is uh, going to um, that's going to change. Hopefully, Reddish will get some run. Uh, as 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 a, a backup wing, so um, uh, so they can get some uh, maybe make a playoff run, which is going to be hard to do in the, in the solid freaking West that is 
that is it is now. But um, you're going to see, yes, you're going to see that they added some wing depth. Um, I would assume Thibault becomes a starter. Uh, he's a good defender. I think offensively, he, he's a mess. But when you have uh, Damian Lillard and Freddie Simons, um, and to a certain extent, Joseph Nurkic, I think you're fine offensively. You really needed a defensive player there. <laughs> well, Josh Hart can be a good defender. He was a little bit undersized as a three. So they got some size. Uh, Thibault, 6'7". Cam Reddish, 6'8". So that, that I think, is the, is the winner of this. Uh, so for Philadelphia, uh, they're just... It seemed like they were just done with Bible. It, it just really did. I mean, his name had been all over leading up to the trade deadline. I mean, they just sound like they were they were done with Bible, which is um, crazy to me because uh, you know I thought they had a lot of um, you know faith in him, uh, but he, he he lost the starting spot. He then became a bench player, so now they're going to put in a younger, a uh, little bit more lengthier uh, Jalen uh, McDaniel's, who comes from Charlotte. Uh, he's really never blossomed, so I, I'm hoping that, that that Philadelphia can can get him some minutes, and we'll have to see. As for Charlotte, Charlotte just basically took his uh, Mikhail Luke. Um, not sure he's going to be there. They took in multiple twos to make this work. That's just something that um, you know. Uh, um, let's just put it this way: Charlotte was we we, we heard Charlotte was going to be active. They were not really active, so this is. Uh, as active as they got. Um, so with that said, uh, I really like it for New York. I understand it now for Portland. Uh, Philadelphia, they got younger. And Charlotte's just collecting some some uh, second-round picks and, and a player who's probably not going to see any time. So, so Phoenix made a deal with Oklahoma City. Uh, Darius Baisley, who was once promising player for Oklahoma City, now heads to Phoenix. Dario Saric, uh, and a second round pick head to Oklahoma City. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to shake out. Um, Baisley has a chance to get some minutes, though. Um, Sarich was just out of the rotation. He was out of, you know, the, the, the whole, um, the whole uh, uh, Oklahoma City. Um, uh, rotation and 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 just fell out of favor. So uh, he goes to Phoenix. I think he because of Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix gave up a lot to get Durant, so they needed some depth. I think this is a guy that that could give them that. He's lengthy. He could get some minutes there. Um, Sarich, good shooter. Does he does he factor into Oklahoma City? We'll we'll see. Uh, Oklahoma City probably wanted the second round pick more than they wanted Sarich, but they had to match the salary. So that's how that's how that worked out. Um, then we had a interesting four-team deal. Now, bear with me here. When I say interesting, it's interesting. Atlanta acquires Sadiq Bay. Detroit acquires James Wiseman. Portland gets five second-round picks, and Kevin Knox and Golden State will get back and return Gary Payton second. So... This might be the most interesting. At first, it sounded like it was just a, a Bay for Wiseman deal, which was not easy to understand to begin with. Um, but now it, it expanded to a four-team deal. So let's look at Atlanta first. Atlanta uh, gets Sadiq Bay. 
and um, and they don't really give up much. I think they gave up the, the second round picks. Uh, so they they they. Sadiq Bay. I don't know why Detroit got rid of Sadiq Bay. He was a starter last year. Um, he became a um, a solid reserve. Just very very interesting why they got rid of him. But they got rid of him, and Atlanta will take him. So Atlanta took him, and they got him for, for, for fairly cheap. Um, and uh, you know he's probably going to be in the rotation. Um, I don't know what this means for AJ Griffin's time. I feel like Bogdanovich is probably getting uh, squeezed out of the rotation because AJ Griffin's been good when he's been playing. Uh, I mean, this is just me speculating, but I would not be surprised if um, if, if 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 he's out of out of the rotation. So. Um, Yes. Uh, so um, Detroit gets uh, James Wiseman. So um, this is really interesting. And I'll, I'll tell you that why. Um, and by the way, I know Knox came from New York in the, in the Josh Hart trade. So that's why he was dealt and he was dealt by himself. So I'll get to that in a minute. But for Detroit, James Wiseman, they already have Jalen Duran, who's very similar or Thought to be very similar to actually, he's a better post player than, than Wiseman. So I'm confused why they wanted Wiseman. Not that they wanted Wiseman. I understand Wiseman it was a high commodity, but I'm confused at why Detroit wanted Wiseman when they have Jalen Duran and Isaiah Stewart. I know they moved Isaiah Stewart to to the power forward spot, and they're going big. But Jalen Duran's younger. Jalen Duran, at at least at this point seems better um just not understanding why the, and then the the messed up part is is, is we're getting reports that James Wiseman is going to be a starter for Detroit so they're just kind of are they just throwing um are they just throwing uh um Jalen Duran uh to the bench I I, I don't I, I don't I don't I don't understand what's going on here um well I think a change of scenery is good for James Wiseman heading to Detroit, who's already has two centers, and and you still and I haven't even talked about Marvin Bagley, who's also on the bench, um, and Bogdanovich, who could play the four. I just think it's a crowded front court right now, and um, I don't know if I'd have made this trade if I was if I was uh, Detroit. I, I really don't. Um, Portland's going to get five second round picks and Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is just a body. Well, I'm not sure he's been such a disappointment. I loved Kevin Knox when he came out of Kentucky. Thought he was a good player. Um, he was Kentucky's go-to guy. I'm like, this guy is going to be, he's got length, he can shoot. His mid-range game is awesome. But his defense was awful, and that's one reason why he doesn't get much run. But but Portland got five second-round picks, and, and, and second-round picks were just throwing around like candy, man. Um, all day, all day. But Golden State reacquires Gary Payton the second. So <clears throat> I'm also confused on this. So the reason I'm confused is because they they let Gary Payton the second go who wanted the bag. Golden State could not give him what he wanted. I get that. So he went to Portland. He was injured, just recently came back, uh, has played a little bit. Um, Portland 
got five second round picks for Gary Payton, who I, I don't even think he was. I mean, he's not a real true point guard. Uh, you know, he gave them some minutes off bench. But Golden State, they brought in Dante DiVincenzo to replace him. They still got Jordan Poole, who goes off the bench. Now, are they going to go small, like permanently, with Green, at, uh, Draymond Green at center, and then run uh, Kaminga and Wiggins up front with, uh, or 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 Clay and Wiggins up front with uh, Poole and Curry in the backcourt, and then bring in Gary Payton and Dante DiVincenzo off the bench? Um, not sure. Does Dante DiVincenzo does his minutes decline? Um, very, very interesting uh, uh, trade. Um, the only team I kind of understand is Atlanta. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I, I just dumbfounded. This whole this this whole thing um, is dumbfounded. And I'm sorry, Kevin Knox came from Detroit in this deal. I, I lost my mind. But anyway, uh, I'm just surprised Sadiq Bay, Atlanta. I think made out on here. Detroit, I think, got the best prospect in the deal but I'm just confused with the fit in Detroit that's that's all but um, that was a monster trade to begin with now I have a trade that doesn't make sense to me um, I understand that uh, Houston acquired Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky uh, from Atlanta for Bruno Fernando and Garrison Matthews um, it sounds like uh, Houston was just freeing up some minutes doesn't sound like Justin Holiday Maybe Frank Kaminsky are going to stay with the team. Uh, I believe they have non-guaranteed contracts. Uh, so it, it's um, in that aspect, I think Atlanta saves some money um, by doing this. Um, I mean, Garrison Matthews now goes into another crowded uh, wing team. So this is just a, uh, this is just, it almost seems like a trade just to make a trade, freeze up some money, freeze up some playing time for some others. Uh, doesn't really do anything for me. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with that. There, we had a three-team trade that makes sense. The Los Angeles Clippers acquire Eric Gordon and three second-round picks. Houston acquires John Wall, Danny Green, and Memphis requ- acquires uh, Luke Kennard. So let's look at that, the Clippers. So Eric Gordon has been rumored to be uh, possibly traded for what seems like three years now. Um, well, he finally goes. He goes back to his old team, the Clippers, who need, uh, like I said, I don't know what their plan is with the, with the guards, but maybe they, this is a move where they can now move Paul George up to the front court so he doesn't have to play as many guard minutes uh, and, and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, uh, the Clippers bench got a little bit more explosive with their guards. Um, you know, uh, Luke Kennard wasn't really, wasn't really doing it for him. Um, and whatnot. So, so he has the Memphis, where Memphis was trying to upgrade their wing position. They really were. Um, Kennard's not the greatest defender, but he's a good open shooter. Has a chance to uh, uh, get get uh, a more run in Memphis, be a part of something. Uh, really rare, rare that two playoff teams that are competing make deals. Um, as far as Houston's concerned, Houston got off of Eric Gordon, uh, his contract. Um, they acquired, um, they acquired John Wall, uh, who will be subsequently will be cut. Um, they also, um, 
They also uh, acquired Danny Green, who will most likely also be cut. Uh, so there is, um, there is, uh, they're not adding anything to their roster. So they're going to, so they're basically get rid of Gordon, freeze up a roster spot. John Wall, Danny Green, go to Houston. Uh, Wall's definitely going to be cut. Uh, I would assume Danny Green's going to get cut as well. Um, and, 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 and that's how Houston's going to do it. Houston's just basically, um, getting rid of guys and, and, and buying them out. So. Not actually a bad move for Houston. Uh, I think Memphis, I, I actually like this for all three teams. I think sometimes a change of scenery helps out. So, but in a trade uh, that actually kind of makes sense, San Antonio and New Orleans got together. Uh, New Orleans is going to acquire Josh Richardson from San Antonio for um, Devontae Graham and four second round picks. So, um, uh, it's uh, Devontae Graham. So, Right now, uh, or before this trade, San Antonio only had one point guard on their lot roster, Trey Jones. They were trying to, to run their second unit point guard with a bunch of wings. Um, so now you can get Devontae Graham, can be your ball handler um, with your second unit. He can come in and give you some firepower. He definitely uh, fell down the rotation in New Orleans. Uh, definitely was not um, was not in their long-term plans after coming over in a trade. Um so, uh, you know, he, he I think he's going to get more playing time in San Antonio. For New Orleans, they get Josh Richardson. And Josh Richardson has, he has looked good at times, but he has, he has struggled recently. And being on a team with all that youth, I, I don't, I think he's getting inconsistent minutes. Um, but he goes to New Orleans, where I think they're going to count on him to do some ball handling, to do some shooting, to do some scoring with the second unit, and really help, and really help out, um, and help out with that, with that, uh, with that aspect on it. And then last but not least, the Los Angeles Clippers make another deal. They bring in Miles, yeah, Miles Plumley, uh, or actually Mason Plumley, um, to be their backup center. Um, and they ship out Reggie Jackson, who is looking to be bought out, and he could be uh, a target for the Phoenix Suns. So uh, once again, the Clippers did really well. Um, with um, getting another uh, player for depth um, and shipping out Reggie Jackson, they currently have no true point guards. But um, but that is uh, that is how the trade deadline shook up. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some teams that really improved, and we're going to talk about some players who did not hear their name called going to other cities, um, and what surprises me, and 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 who who did not go and, and, and what the status is with them. So we'll be right back. All right. So that's a recap of the, what I think might be possibly the greatest NBA trade trade deadline ever. That was freaking awesome. I just sat there by Twitter open, just waiting for deals to come through. It was phenomenal. So who did, so we're going to take a look at some teams. Who did the best? I think the best day goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they basically, uh, they basically redid their whole entire roster around LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They 
They acquired possibly a new starting backcourt with D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. At the very minimum, uh, unless uh, the Lakers want to start Reeves or Lonnie Walker. Um, but Beasley's going to get lots of playing time. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is going to be their new uh, starting point guard. Uh, they uh, they got uh, more depth, if you ask me. They they acquired some defensive depth. They got Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt can play three through five. Uh, he can guard three through five. Um, uh, you know he is a he is a really good defender. Um, and then they got uh, defensive big man in Obama. Um, <clears throat> plus, this frees up maybe some minutes for Wenyan Gabriel, who's been playing pretty good. Um, you know, uh, I, I think the Lakers uh, home run. Now, does, the La- does this make the Lakers title contenders? No, I don't believe so. Um, for, for a couple of reasons. For one, they're too far down in the standings to make that deep of a run to get into title contention, if you ask me. For, for one. For two, not sure. Does this make them better? Absolutely, 100%. I believe this makes them really uh, so much better. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if they can make a run um, and get out of the plan. They're not very far off of the um, six seed, so uh, they're going to make a run. But they're going to need LeBron and AD to play um, with their new with their new additions to make this happen. I thought the Clippers did good because I think the Clippers got some firepower coming off the bench. I think the Bucks did good with Jay Crowder um, adding to the, their bench, and they, they basically gave up three guys not in their rotation. Um, you know, and second round picks, who gives a shit about second round picks? So I think the Bucks did better. Um, Boston did better. They got a shooting big man for off the bench. Uh, Denver got finally a uh, an offensive um, uh, center backup center. Um, you know, and then there's the teams like Orlando who cut Houston who cut uh, just got uh, just got rid of players and they'll be they'll be buying out their their uh, their players, you know. Um, you know, Atlanta kind of redid a little bit of their wings. So a lot of teams do, did good. Um, a team I'd like to touch on who I'm not <laughs> that impressed with what they did is Golden State. And and here's the reason. Because um, as much as Gary Payton II helped them last year with a title, um, I don't know if he's necessarily... I mean, he hasn't really looked good with Portland. Uh, you know, I, I guess we've seen flashes. But and, and they dealt Wiseman. Um, yeah, Wiseman wasn't in rotation. I, I get that. Peyton will probably go into rotation. But the fact that Moses Moody is still on the roster, um, you're just letting him sit there and and, and rot. Uh, I think there would have been takers for him. Um, obviously, everyone wanted Kuminga. Um, apparently, they tried to get OG a, a Nobi. Um, but. Uh, I mean, they just got Gary Payton second, and um, I, I don't, I, I don't know if they became that much better because of it. So, um, while other teams are starting to uh, make their way, Clippers, Denver, to a certain extent, the Lakers, uh, Golden State just kind of stayed. And now with Steph Curry going to be out for another week, um, at the minimum. Yeah, there, there's a chance they could start losing ground here, you know, and, and find themselves in a hole. So <clears throat> I think the Golden State, once all the West teams started making moves, I think they should have made a move as well. But, um, you know, getting Gary Payton the second was what they did. Um, so 
can't really can't really you know um, fault them for not trying. But but I wasn't very I wasn't very impressed. Uh, so you know um, Phoenix obviously Phoenix got Kevin Durant the best player traded this trade deadline. Uh, they're going to be better. Um, they still have a couple holes, um, you know, so it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they run the rotation. Now, uh, after watching the Brooklyn Nets last night and seeing um, them, Spencer Dinwiddie play, I seen Dorian Finney-Smith playing really well. Um, now they're going to add Mikhail Bridges and they're going to add um, Cam Johnson, uh, along with Cam Thomas, who's been on fire. Uh they might have a nine of all these first round picks. I feel like they did pretty good getting these two guys. I mean, uh, getting rid of these two guys and, and what they acquired. I don't think Kyrie Irving and um, Kevin Durant were taking them to the promised land. So they kind of did a rebuild on the fly. And I still think they're a playoff team. I really do. And after last night, Dinwiddie's defense last night was so good. And so was Finney Smith. Now you're going to add uh, Mikhail Bridges uh, once Nick Claxton comes back because he was out last night. I mean, defensively, they're going to be really, really good. So, um, you know, uh, and, and I know they played the Bulls, but, I mean, they locked down. Uh, Zach Levine went off. But they locked down DeMar DeRozan. They really did. Um, you know, and, 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 and if they move Ben Simmons to the bench permanently, which I think they should, and um, not make him the uh, – uh, the focal point point guard, which every team seems to do. Um, I mean, they're, they're making, I mean, if they make him like a, like a, like a, a center on the second unit or, or a power forward on the second unit and have him pass out of the post or, you know, pass from the wing, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. So um, I, I think for what happened, I think Brooklyn um, made out pretty good. Uh, they were able to turn Jay Crowder also into three second round picks. Um, yeah, I, I really do. I really do. I think the Knicks improved um, getting Josh Hart. I think Portland improved their depth. I'm not sure they improved their team. Uh, you know, and, and, and I'm not sure how McDaniels is going to be. I think he's better than Thibault or has shown more promise than Thibault. I'm not sure if that's really an upgrade for a team that's wanting to to win <clears throat> win a title, um, and, and I would I would put um, Philadelphia as the third team in the in the East behind Milwaukee and Boston, and I don't think they're gonna let Joel and B goes fat shit crazy. I don't think they're going to um, pass either one of those teams. So um, let's talk about some names who did not get moved. Let's talk about the Toronto Raptors. Every player on their roster sounded like, except for Scotty Barnes, sounded like they were out. Gary Trent, Pascal Siakam, OG Anunoby, who, who, who we thought was going to be traded because it sounds like he's unhappy with playing time. And now he's going to get even less playing time with Jakoperto arriving. Um, so we thought Toronto was going to be uh, sellers. They ended up becoming buyers. Um, they're gonna they're gonna look to make a, a little bit of a maybe a mini run in the East. Maybe they can get up to the four or five spot. Uh, but uh, you know, um, I'm just surprised Oji Anunoby. Um, New Orleans was hot after him. Uh, Memphis was hot after him. Um, Golden State was hot after him. Uh, it sounds like um, it sounds like the asking price for Anunoby was extremely high. 
And um, <clears throat> that tells me one of two things. That tells me either that they value Adobe higher than he should be, or they just did not want to trade him. And, uh, you know, um, I mean, they might go big. I don't know. You know, Gary Trent was another name that was uh, talked about possibly being uh, a Lakers. So it's um, it's crazy that Toronto only deal they made was Jakob Pertl, uh and they didn't do anything else. So so I, I found that um, that crazy. Uh, Kevin Love, Cleveland didn't make a deal yesterday, and I'm a little surprised because they were talked uh, about being interested in Josh Hart, uh, Kevin Love. Um, you know, in the last year's contract, uh, he might be uh, be dealt, but he was not. So, um, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland stood still. You know, Fred VanVleet with Toronto. I know I'm bouncing all over here, but that's all right. Fred VanVleet. Um, apparently, the Bucks. I find this hard to believe. Apparently, the Bucks made a last ditch effort to try to acquire him. Um, not sure why. Um, they would have had to give up probably Middleton or Drew Holiday in the deal. I'm not. I'm not about that. <clears throat> Being a Bucks fan, I am. I'm not about that. Uh, Fred VanVleet is a nice player. I'm just not. I'm just. I'm just not. Not sold on him. So, but um, you know that is uh, that is interesting. That um, that the Bucks made a play for him. So, uh, but there's 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 a lot more bio candidates that that could um, that could surface but um, so some other let's think about some other players who did not um, who did not get traded obviously Gary Tramper if you're if you're going for Toronto um, I'm surprised Golden State did not trade move Moses Moody I I, I really am I, I thought for sure he was he, he was going to be dealt uh, John Collins in Atlanta wow um, <clears throat> I would have bet anything he was going to get dealt. I, I, I really would have. Um, as much chatter there has been about him. Um, and, and, and you kept hearing Utah. And I thought that was strange that Utah would be interested in John Collins. Um, I, I don't I don't buy that. Um, Portland. I could see Portland being um, involved or, or trying to get John Collins. Um, but, yeah, not 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 the, the least bit... Um, least bit uh, surprised that uh, he wasn't going to Utah, but I am surprised he didn't get traded. So um, I, I think that Atlanta is better with John Collins. I'm not sure what they got in return, but I think they're better. Let's look at let's look at Charlotte. <clears throat> they did not trade Terry Rozier, who I would have thought would have been gone. They did not trade Gordon Hayward. They did not trade Kelly Oubre Jr. It sounded like they were all in on on, on, on tanking. Building around Lamella Ball, um, you know, and, and I'm sure Rozier would have got looks, and, and I, I, I would, I would bet, I would bet the Clippers were trying, uh, called Charlotte about them. So, um, but regardless, it's 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 strange that um, at least Rozier didn't get traded, but um, Gordon Hayward's contract probably made him undesirable. Kelly Oubre Jr.'s inconsistent inconsistency. Probably made him um, undesirable. So, um, you know, with that being said, um, another guy who I thought for sure was going to get traded was Duncan Robinson from Miami. Um, he did not get traded. Uh, well, his contract is, is really not uh, 
um, for his production, it's really not. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It, it, it's 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 not desirable. So he uh, he did not get traded. But you know what? I'm surprised one of these veterans didn't get you know, one of these uh, teams with uh, didn't think get him to come off the bench. One of these uh, contenders, I should say, uh, did not try to get him off the bench. So it, it's um, it's crazy that um, that he's still on the roster. Uh, Kyle Lowry, I, I didn't think he would get traded. The, the whole Kyle Lowry thing, it just blows my mind. because I am not not the biggest Kyle Lowry fan, and I think he is way overrated. I think he's always been overrated. So um, I, I, I'm just uh, not surprised. I would not have I would not have traded for him in in, in the first place. Um, if I'm Miami, I would never have took him over. So. Hopefully, uh, if there's some other people that you'd like to hear about or um, talk about, you can leave uh, me a text at mmaxi5 at iCloud.com. Contact me, mmaxi5 on Snapchat, uh, Maximum Hoops Podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and um, we'll come back probably in a couple weeks. I think I'll do my very first mock draft uh, All-Star Edition. So, all right, you guys have a good rest of the weekend.